Hey, everybody. Hey. Guess what? Wait, what? what? We are doing GeeklyCon again. Again? God damn it. Yep. Uh, the next one is going to be in St. Louis, Missouri. I lived there. That's right. 2017, we're doing it from July 20th to 23rd. That's Thursday to Sunday. And just like all the other amazing years, we're going to have a live show. We're going to have the game room where you can play games with all your friends. We're going to have amazing outings. And on top of that, we're going to have awesome panels to attend. You can get in for just $50, which includes a t-shirt. And if you want, you can upgrade to our $100 premium ticket. In previous years, we've given people flasks and flannel shirts and dice boxes and hugs. Oh, so many hugs. That's not a premium thing. (laughs) But this year, we're holding our own kickoff party at the venue on the Thursday for $20. You can buy yourself a ticket. That includes drink tickets, food, and a lot of really fun activities that we're planning for the night. Yeah, and uh, you get to meet your favorite podcast hosts. And least favorite, Michael. Hey, yo! <laughs> so head on over to geeklycon.com and uh, tickets are on sale right now. Greetings, adventurers. You have joined us for an abridged edition of the Drunks and Dragons podcast. Full episodes are available at geeklyinc.com or dndpodcast.com. Tom, Harper, and Clinker fought a tough rock monster while Aludra's corpse watched from the ground. They defeated the evil, got the orb of endless power, and Aludra came back to life. Clinker gave them a lift to a town near Car, and they said their farewells. Tom wakes up, and it's a, it's a new day. He finds a note stuck to his outside of his door in the inn that they're staying at. And on this note is scrawled, If you want Blood Drinker back, come to 77 Slattern Row. In Denalsvale, which is actually where you currently are staying. Maybe half day's journey from Car. It's just me in this room? Just you in this room, yeah. Aludra is taking some time. She's mourning. You can't seem to find Harper. I would I would say that I uh I go to that place. You come to what just looks like a, a little a little row house. Alright, I go ahead and I go on in. You come into a, a sort of shady room. And uh, a guy comes up to you and goes, "Oh, c- come right this way, Mister Dragonborn." And he leads you. Um, he leads you into another room, and in this room you see um, a small, wiry man. Ah, Mister Dragonborn, I'm glad you got my note. Let me introduce myself. I am Salazar. I'm what you would call an information broker. I have a thing that I would like you to do for me. I'm not sure if you know much about me, but I'm not really into adding things to do to my list. <laughs> If, if my information is correct, there's something that would very much interest you in the uh, lower holds of Grayskull in Car. Grayskull, you say? Yes. According to our wiki, that's what Trant Thumble's castle is called. I only know of one thing that Trant Thumble would have in his possession that I'd be interested in. Yes? A certain sword, maybe? A particular sword. It starts with B and ends with 
blood drinker. <laughs> well, Mr. Dragonborn, I have a, a, let's say, a plan that would allow you to get your favorite sword back. And all you have to do is pick up another small item in, uh, in the vault for me. What item would that be? Oh, it's just a trifle. They're a, a set of, of dice that uh, are apparently very lucky, inscribed with pictures of halflings. You'll see them. They'll be right there in the vault. Well, you won't see them because it's going to take more than you to get into this place. I don't think you know me very well, but I have the strength of 10,000 men. Well, that's, that's great, uh, Mr. Dragonborn, but... I do think it's going to require a bit more than your your brawn. You are the muscle. Every every good job needs a, a few things, and one of them is muscle. Mm-hmm. And that's you. But this is a three-man job. All and right. uh, you're going to need someone who's good with locks, because I've heard about your little exploits, and a blood drinker isn't going to be just sitting out in a trophy room. It's now going to be deep down inside of the castle... Locked away in a vault. I knew a man who was good with locks. He's he's gone now. Yes, that is a that is a touching story. <laughs> I have a lead on on a good lock man. I'm listening. There's a man named Watari. He's actually not a man. He's a well, it's sort of a weird crow thing called a Kenku. I don't know. I don't um, deal with birds. This is a this is a special individual in that. He used to be one of Trant Thumble's children, and he knows his way around the castle. All right. Now, you said it was a three-man job. It is. You're also going to need a master of disguise, but I'll leave that up to you. I can't give you everything. Once you get your three-person crew together, here's what you'll do. And then he, he gives you some plans. He gives you where this guy is. He's actually right here in this town. Let's say Tom goes and finds Watari somewhere. Adam Bash, what would Watari be doing right now? Maybe he's in the sewers. Maybe he's been given directions to, to, to sewer hideout or something. I imagine that I make my way to the entrance and I and I knock and I and I call in there. Are you decent? Who 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 wishes to speak to me? I'm just a, a lowly dragonborn by the name of Tom. Tom. I have heard this name before. Tom Dragonborn. You may enter. I enter. I was told I could find you here. I yes, that there are few people who know to find me here. There are few who know the way to this stronghold. And by stronghold, there's like a sheet hung up on the wall. <laughs> like, Watari obviously isn't doing too well for himself these days. What brings you to my abode? I have a job, and as much as I, as much as I hate to admit it, I, I can't do it alone. What type of job would this be? It's a, it's a, it's a thieving job. Well, yes, obviously it's a thieving job. More specifically, what are we thieving? We're stealing a sword. Mm. A sword named... Blood Drinker. Blood Drinker. Yes. Well, I mean, it kind of take the wind out of my sails when you say it like that. I mean, like... <laughs> Do you have some form of plan? Uh, the no. plan, the plan is laid out for you is that uh, there is a diplomat... Coming from Palor's Hope to visit Carr. His name is uh, Victorin Daleborn, and um, and he's coming to treat with Trant Thumble. He will be having a small entourage with him, including a 
dragonborn, a kenku, and a tiefling. And uh, the idea is that you're going to intercept this entourage and replace them. And that's how you're going to get into um, into Grayskull. It is a good plan, but I spent many years in shackles. Fought many years in the arena of Trantumbo. What makes you think I would walk back in there willingly? I'm sure being a child of Trantumble, you must have known Tumthumble. Tum, yes. We escaped together from Trant's rule. I traveled with him for some time. He was a, he was a dear, dear friend. He's mm. gone now. I had heard. If for Tum, I would do this. But not just for Tum. There's also a monetary reward. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would hope so. This sword is worth some serious money. <laughs> but you must also realize that when you stole Blood Drinker from Trant Tumble, you stole more than just a sword. You stole the people's vision of what Trant could do. Stealing this sword again will be much more difficult, but could undermine him entirely with the people of Kar. For this, I will help you. But we need another. We do not have enough. Yes, we need a, we need a, a tiefling to replace the, uh, to replace the one in the group. I was hoping you might have some insight. We need a tiefling, or someone who could pass for one. I know someone who could do this job, but she is not particularly fond of me. We can make it work. Do you know where we can find her? I totally do. We get there. And I, I don't think that we've disguised uh, Watari at all. He is, uh, he is as as he comes. <laughs> okay, um, Sarah, would you like to describe uh, your character? Yes. So I'm Ren, and I'm a changeling. Um, so my appearance is actually I'm about you know I'm like a five six five seven changeling, gray eyes, silver hair, but I don't like to look like a changeling. I'm trying to hide in plain sight. So, when you walk in, I'll probably just look like a normal, you know, human girl with, uh, with like, light brown hair, wearing um, a tunic and men's trousers. And I'll be caring for my falcons. So, so, we, so we knock. Yes. Is this the Ren residence? <laughs> Who'd like to know? Ren, it is Watari. I have come to ask a favor. You think that's going to get you in here? Bro, I don't know if we should have led with that. Oh, um... What do you want? I have a proposition for you and I and the crow. Dude, that's kind of racist. Bro, bro, we're busy right now. <laughs> yeah, just don't <laughs> be a dick about it, There's man. no just... time to talk about this. What's in it for me? Money, of course. All right, come in. We've got a job to do, and we're in, we're in need of somebody of your particular talents. And what talent would that be? Uh, disguisery, of course. Okay. Well, what exactly is my disguise needed for? We're gonna what? we're gonna steal something valuable from Trent Thumble. Well, what are you planning to steal, and how do you think you're even going to accomplish that? Uh, there's a set of dice that are, uh, you know, uh, whatever. And then there's also a sword that's also whatever. <laughs> Named Blood Drinker. Hmm, yes, I'm familiar with Blood Drinker. We've received word that a diplomat will be arriving with an entourage to uh, meet with Trant. And he's going to be arriving with an escort of a of a kinku 
and a tiefling. Hmm. Now, and, we okay. think that you'd be a perfect fit for the Kenku. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you mentioned money? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely I mentioned money. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And what 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 do you think you're going to give me that will be compensation for all of the hard work I would be doing? Too large. Do you have a plan? I think it involves meeting up with the uh, meeting up with this diplomat, ambushing him, murdering all of them brutally, and uh, taking their place. Hmm. And Trent, what do we plan to do about him? Well, the the, the idea is that we don't run into Trent. Can we shake on that? Can we like? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <sighs> <laughs> Just like a like a blood pact. Oh yeah, no, of course, blood pack. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So for sure, this is standard uh, standard procedure. <laughs> so this is uh, this is happening. Um, In a little bit less than a week, uh, this this set of of dignitaries is going to be stopping um, at a, a town south of of Car, which is where you've been told would be a good idea to ambush. So they're gonna, they're going to be staying overnight at um, in this place called uh, Falshire. And uh, and they're going to be you know hosted by the, like the local duke or or whatever whatever their title would be um, as sort of like the last stop before they get to Car. The plan is to, to not really not to mess with the dignitary himself, whose name is Victor in Daleborn, but um, but to take out to just sort of sneak in with uh, this, these entourage. So there's the Kenku, you, you've been told. You've been told the humans have a really hard time distinguishing one Kenku <laughs> from another. And then obviously there is the tiefling who, um, who Ren would be able to mimic. But then there's also this, this dragonborn, who uh, his name is Krunan Flamesbreath. And apparently he always wears this full helm. So, okay. you feel like you feel like you'd probably be able to. I'm not worried about the pass. face, bro. What I'm worried about is that I'm the only dragonborn that we know of that has a tail. This actually, <laughs> this is why you're so perfect for this. This is the only other known dragonborn that also has a tail. Oh, it's kind of wow. like I can't really kill him then because it's kind of like killing a panda. Right, yeah. but I mean, do you really want him stealing your thunder? Right, but I kind of want you know like. Other little dragonborns would be born with tails. There's nothing to say that you have to murder him. You could... Well, I mean, there is. I mean, my personality, my history. (laughs) (laughs) Everything that you've ever done up until this day. Okay. um, So I'm assuming we uh, try to make the switch at night? A couple days have passed. You're now at this place called Falshire. <laughs> Your understanding is that uh, this dignitary is being hosted at um, sort of like the manor. And, uh, and his guard is hanging out at the local tavern. Well, I think we need to figure out what the situation is inside the tavern first. So I say we just, we, we shanty in. Okay, so you guys all go in, and uh, mm-hmm. in a table towards the back, you notice um, a, an odd uh, group of guys and lady. They're having a, uh, a, nice, a nice dinner, let's say. Okay, okay. And the, the bar is relative, the tavern is relatively crowded. Thrifty! Oh, uh-huh. this is the time. This Are there the, Mickey's? I was, gonna, I was gonna save this for something else, you know. <laughs> but I've got a little something in my inventory that I think you're it's aware GHB. of now that I could potentially slip into a drink or three. Uh, are you talking about your love potion? 
Well, it's not really a love potion. It's a potion of friendship. I'd say there's enough for, to, to spread it out over three three tankards. We get six tankards, and I put this in three of them. Okay. And then we, we head on over and introduce ourselves. And just Don't mix them up. I say, mind if we sit down, and I, you know, I slide, I slide each one of them potion-spiked tankards of ale. Anyone who's gonna bring us drinks is is free to sit with us. This is the greatest trip we've ever been on. <laughs> what, what are you guys in town for? Oh, uh, we're we're actually on a very important mission. We're going to see Trant Thumble himself. Trant Thumble, Whoa. I hear he's a, he's a he's a pretty powerful guy. You uh, you guys are gonna. You guys are going to introduce yourselves looking like that? What do you mean? Well, you just, I, we, you know. We, I mean, we got it all decked out. This is yeah. like, they made special robes for us and stuff. Listen, listen, guys, those robes are nice. But I mean, you know, I really don't want to see you guys go and meet Trant Thumble of all people and be embarrassed. What are you, what are you suggesting? I suggest, um, what, what do you guys, you guys staying here? You guys got a, you guys got a room? Yeah, we have we have the nice rooms upstairs. We're actually traveling salesmen ourselves. I, let's let's take you guys upstairs and let's you know show you a sample of our wardrobe and we'll get you all suited up. I did. I don't like this color on me. Maybe maybe we could take a look at what you got. Yeah, let's do it. So um, uh, let us just let's just finish up our our drinks and stuff. Watari heads off because he's gonna go um, use a ritual and. Ward that room for silence so that nobody can hear what goes on in that room. The dragonborn, who is wearing a helmet, like, he has to, like, lift it up every time he takes a drink. Um, he goes, I've never, I've never seen another, another dragonborn with a tail before. I've never seen another one either. I've always wondered if I was the only one. I put, I put a hand on his shoulder and I say, wonder no longer, brother. I knew this was going to be a special trip, but I didn't realize... <laughs> I didn't realize how special it would be. <laughs> uh, so why don't we, uh, why don't we go upstairs and just make it even more special? <laughs> you all finish up your your drinks and dinners and what's not, and they're they're ready to like. All right, let's try these clothes on. I can't wait. They're all a little tipsy. Seems all right, like they've been getting fed drinks all night. Watari's totally hiding, by the way. So you get up to the room, you go into the room, and what do they see? So Watari warded, and then after that, like, he opened the closet to be like, okay, I'm just going to put some, I'm going to make it look like we like put a bunch of stuff. And there wasn't anything, so he just took the sheets off the bed and, like, hung them on ac- across a bunch of the hangers that were in the closet. <laughs> so it looks like there's some cloth in there. They'll notice that the sheet's not there in a few minutes, but hopefully we can kill them before then. We get in there and... Are they like, well, where's your friend? I thought he was setting up. Is that a, sh- is that a shower curtain? <laughs> <laughs> he so Atari crazy. jumps out and stabs the first guy in the throat. I guess we should roll for initiative. Hell yeah. <laughs> Wait, is this, af- is this roll for initiative after he gets stabbed in the throat? Because I got to have a surprise round, man. I was hiding. All right, let's, um, why don't you go ahead and roll? Yeah, I'm stabbing the Kanka then. 21 versus AC. And the dagger buries into his throat. And uh, and he goes down. Yes. Can I have Mike Bachman and Sarah Tompkins both roll a d20 for me? Eight. Ten. So Bachman, you're first. I'm going to do Bastion of Defense right now. Not 24. <sighs> it's against the Dragonborn. <laughs> so you plunge your greatsword into your counterpart. And wide-eyed, he looks at you and goes, But we both have tails. <laughs> Oh, that's going to haunt you. <laughs> I, 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 I look deep into his eyes and I whisper back, 
It was always meant to be this way. <laughs> Are you going to take his tail? The creature that I'm that I'm piecing together with body parts needs a tail. I'm only going to get a lot of other one. opportunities for exactly. tails. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, Ren, there is one person left standing yes. in the room. I think I want to take my wand and I turn my foe into a frog. 13. Plus 11 versus fortitude. Yeah. All right, so that would be a 24 versus fortitude. A billowing cloud of green fog surrounds your foe, and when it dissipates, the tiefling is gone, and a minuscule creature, such as a frog, stands in its place. And then, can I step on him? Uh, yeah. And I step on her. So that's that. Uh, what what are you guys going to do with the bodies? (laughs) Mine is the easiest to get rid of. I just flush it down the toilet. So between between uh, Watari's stealthiness and your lookout and Tom's uh, dragging of bodies, you're able to to store this these two and a half two and a half corpses uh, in in the nearby sewer and again get back to your room unseen. Okay, so uh, the the sun comes up the next day and um, and there's a lot of hustling and bustling around. No one seems to notice anything's amiss, and you're brought to see Victorin. And uh, he goes, All right, you people, I need you, you three, to be with me once we enter car. And remember, you're my regular guard, and you're gonna be on your best behavior. Is this understood? Oh, uh, yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir. Okay, we can do that. All right, stay close to me. So you guys um, enter a very large city. Very, very. Uh, there's lots of hustle and bustle. You make it. You go all the way up to um, a, a big fortress, and uh, and you're led inside. Everything seems to be going totally fine, and you um, you're you're led into a, a, a great hall, and where you're greeted by Trant Thumble and just uh, just all sorts of guards and stuff. And um, and then you're taken away uh, to a, a sort of smaller sort of meeting room. And Victor in turns goes, "Okay, you guys can wait outside." And him and Trant go um, go into this into this room. And that's that's actually where we're gonna stop this episode. Thank you for listening in to this abridged episode of the Drunks and Dragons podcast. If you would like to hear more, go to geeklyinc.com or dndpodcast.com. If you want to contact us, we're on Twitter, again, at Geekly Inc. or at DD Podcast. If you would like to support us, you can always go to patreon.com slash dndpodcast. There are tiers for any budget, and it really does help us continue to make content for you every week. Editing help from David L. Stewart. Check out his site at spudcam.com. That's our show. Keep it a little dicey. I totally do. Where can I find her? <laughs> I don't know. Where, where do you think she should be? Where would, um, Sarah, where would, this, where would this person be? I would probably be caring for my birds because I'm a falconer. So I'll probably so be in a barn. why would you like my character if you like birds? Yeah, my character's totally <laughs> a bird dude. The greatest irony. When you said that... <laughs> I like all birds but you. <laughs> when you said that, my first idea was to dress was to dress him up as a falcon. <laughs> <laughs> I totally wouldn't notice if you snuck in and just sat there. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> He's like a hundred times bigger than any bird you have in your possession. I just like imagine the like cinematic pan over of all of the falcons just sitting there. Then he's in the middle dressed as a falcon and it just keeps going. Caca! We don't know yet. Uh, her name yet. is her Wait. name is Ren. Red. I was gonna say you know her. <laughs> like you should. Know I do. Her name is. That's what I'm not using the voice right now, Mike. This oh, is right, not right, a character. Right. Okay, sorry. sorry. <laughs> like I just don't want. We I don't want to know if he was in character. It's yeah. hard. No, it's hard for me because like Tom was the first character that I ever had to role play. So his his voice and persona is pretty much just my own. <laughs> so like, there's not a whole lot of distinction, and I, I have troubles realizing that other people aren't doing the exact same thing. C is for cookie. <laughs> I, I stand uncomfortably close to him. <laughs> Not okay. I don't stand <laughs> that close. Krunan, can you back up a little bit? Uh, okay. <laughs> oh yes, sir. Yes, sir. Of course, sir. Do you ever take that helmet off? Never, sir. Okay. It, it was my father's, sir. Is that right? Yeah. And his father is, just before him. What, <laughs> is, what did your father do? My father was a was a. Was a builder, but he just had a weird helmet that he liked to wear. Really? He didn't like the way hard hats fit. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That is very unusual. How did you get started as a guard? As, oh, as a guard. Well, see, my father died. Large steel beam fell on his fell on his head. The one time, the one time, he didn't put his helmet on. Steel beam <laughs> fell on his head, and now I I learned from my father's mistakes as any good son would, and I never take this helmet off. I wouldn't be mad if they, like, if I could have just given them regular drinks and they were instantly friends with us. Like, I didn't need a potion of friendship at all. Do you guys want to do a job for us? We just want to get fucked up, but, you know, there's this escort we have to make, and could you guys do it for us? That's not a bad idea. We'll so, pay uh, you. What do you... <laughs>